Gay and Charge. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Indianapolis. This is KFAN at the Combine. It's the 9 to Noon radio show, courtesy of Whiting Clinic, LASIK, and Eye Care. The co-host of this feast is Paul Charchian from Fanball.com. The on-site producer is Eric Nordquist. Zach Halverson is guiding the great ship Love Covenant from the Bryan Heating and Cooling Studios at the flagship. FM 100.3, the fan, a cavalcade of fantastic guests will be joining us today and tomorrow from the NFL Scouting Combine. And uh, we begin with one of our very favorites. He is Mike Florio from ProFootballTalk.com and uh, NBC Sports Network. Good morning, Mr. Florio. Hello. I can't call you Artie Lang anymore. Why? Because your beard has now more past Artie Lang status. <laughs> okay. It's moved to Santa Claus status, which is fitting. <laughs> right. Because Artie Lang played the fake Santa Claus yeah. in Elf. He okay. was the one who smelled like beef and cheese. Right. So, so it works out very well. Do we need my you nick- do not smell like beef and my cheese. My nickname for you is Captain America. He also doesn't pay I'll his elves it. a lot like Santa Claus. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, don't say that with Mike uh-huh. because he's been banging on me for three weeks for a weekly um, endorsement or sponsorship. Uh-huh. So when it comes to not paying elves, his ears all of a sudden grew. <laughs> and all, all, all and he I'm became saying is an after, elf. after my time in Minneapolis at the Mall of America, the number of people who came up to me and said, oh, number one, I love it when you're on Paul Allen's show. Number two, keep giving him a hard time every chance you can get. I came to the realization <laughs> that there must be value in this week. Yeah. I am. Um, I loved your subsequent. Why don't you get a, an, uh, how about getting a, a sponsorship from Mancini's. Uh, that, I'm, I have sources good. close to me telling me my good friend Johnny Mancini is listening. Let's we, work on. We Johnny can Mancini. have X amount of steaks mailed to you weekly from Johnny Mancini <laughs> at the, and, and those fantastic peppers and everything. You would love it. Well, it seems to me, given all the response you got when you were in Minneapolis, you should be paying us. <laughs> I mean, you know, look yeah. what we're doing yeah. for Mike Florio. You don't have more than a million Twitter followers without KFA and radio. You know that. Right. Is there something else we're going to be talking about. And <laughs> we play your best up, by the way, on the weekend where I gravy train tech. Excuse me, I listen back to that every single. Weekend. Yeah. Uh, what's the steam? Got any steam? Kirk Cousins? Um, anything going on right now? What's up? Well, this is Steam Central. He, he, here's what here's it is. What I gleaned from talking to Rick Spielman yesterday on PFT Live. First of all, and I think it's become a given that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a free agent. This whole tolling of his contract thing that the league could do. I don't think the league is going to do it. And Rick said that he believes the league is not going to announce at some point in the next week and a half. Oh, by the way, Teddy Bridgewater is not a free agent because. I don't think they want to get into another fight like the one they lost with A.J. McCarron. With A.J. McCarron, an arbitrator found that the Bengals improperly put him on the non-football injury list in 2014 when he could have been cleared to play. Ah. And I think the argument with Teddy would be that the Vikings doctors improperly left him on the physically unable to perform list as of week one last year when he could have been cleared to play. And I don't think the league's got an appetite to lose two in a row like that. You're throwing the Martellus Bennett case that they lost this week. They don't like to lose, and I think that sometimes that causes them to exercise discretion in a certain way. So I don't think they're going to pick this fight, and I think no. Teddy's going to be a free agent. And I don't think the Vikings are either, right? And the Vikings, the Vikings sort of can. abdicated it to the NFL. The Vikings have because you're going to make the other Vikings players very upset. Right. If there's any perception that you're mistreating Teddy Bridgewater. So the Vikings are taking a very hands-off approach to this. And I think, if anything, their preference would be that the league just lets it go. 
If they if they had a choice, I don't think they want this because even if it's the the league that says we're making this decision, it's still going to be identified as a Vikings decision. And maybe that's for the best anyway because Teddy has said he wants to be a starter next year, but I think he needs to go test free agency and find out how many teams are ready to anoint him as a starter, and I don't think there are that many. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, I think there's, there might be he might find a position where he could compete to be a starter, but nobody's going to hand him a starting job. I, I don't and the money that, that goes. I with don't it. disagree with that at all. And and here's what I think is going to happen. Yes, I think based upon talking to Rick, and he didn't say this on the air or off the air, but he told me that they want to make a decision by March 14. And if they want to make a decision by March 14, the first day of free agency, that mm-hmm. tells me that they are leaning toward re-signing one of the guys they have. Because I don't think they're going to sign a stranger to the team sight unseen. We reported earlier this week that Kirk Cousins intends to take visits, at least one, before he signs. He's not going to do a Brock Osweiler deal where you agree to terms during the 48-hour negotiating window, mm. and then you go to Houston right. and sign the contract. Oh, hey, Bill O'Brien, nice to meet you. I've already committed to working for you for the next three years. Oops, wait, it's only one year because <laughs> we ended up hating each other. Right. I don't think the Vikings want that. I don't think Cousins wants that. So if Rick Spielman says we're making a decision by March 14, I interpret that to mean they believe that between Sam Bradford, Teddy Bridgewater, Case Keenum, they're going to work this to get one of them signed. Remember what they did with Everson Griffin? five years ago they let griffin get into the 48-hour window he saw what else was out there they came in got the deal done and i think he needs rick needs to let bradford bridgewater keenum see what else is out there or what isn't out there i think that's why it conveniently came out this week that they're not going to tag case keenum i think you want case to find out what he's worth because who's who's going to offer him 20 million a year nobody who's offering him 18 million a year i don't know sight unseen maybe sight unseen sight unseen yeah who's going to offer him 18 million a year whatever anyone else offers him i think it's going to be less than what the vikings will pay him your table's falling apart here paul our table is but, falling but apart. uh but i think that that uh the plan a i believe plan a is to sign one of the guys they have now the wild card in all of this is john Filippo because the new offensive coordinator as far as he's concerned they're all strangers yeah Right for him, he could well, be thinking. Well, let's let's, let's, matter, let's trade for Nick. Fort, right, no, other uh, than Bradford, yeah, yeah. and he played but, but against Cousins. But here's the thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't put any stock. I, how can you trust that Bradford's going to be able to play? When Deep Filippo said on my radio show, he's the most accurate quarterback with whom he's ever worked. Right, but when right, but when when you have the game of your life on a Monday, and you can't play again for yeah. four weeks, yeah. and when you do play. It's obvious you shouldn't have been out on the field, and then you can't play again until January. Yeah, th- I, I, I think that's too much of a risk. There's no way that Bradford is the only quarterback on roster, and he's the starter. You just you can't risk that. I don't think that'll happen. But you're making it sound like there's almost no chance that Cousins would be in play, even during the 48-hour tampering legal tampering window. So but you don't think he'll one, sign day one oh, no, of free agency? I, I, no, I, I mean, I, I was told this week by someone that I trust, that I don't think is just puffing, mm-hmm. that... He does not want to do a deal before he has a chance to go and visit. You know, he's coming from one of the most dysfunctional situations in all of football. For sure. He's been through a situation where, you know, we want quarterbacks to lead. Well, not every quarterback's John Wayne. Mm-hmm. And some of these guys need help from their team. Kirk Cousins got no help from Washington. No. No contract, no, no defense of him. You see some of these coaches who will zealously defend their yeah. quarterbacks. You never got that. For Kirk, for Kirk Cousins. I was listening to your radio show last week, driving into work, and you were talking about paying college athletes, specifically college football players. And there was, there was a bent to it where you were talking about no matter if it's college athletes or people working professionally, no matter whatever, no matter what you do, get what you can when you can get it. 
And if there's a market for you, max out as much as you can during that time frame. Yes. So if that's the case with Cousins, then would you make the New York Jets favored no. to sign Kurt? Well, because they, they will offer him the most. Right, but I don't think that Cousins, who made $44 million over the last two years, I don't think that he is looking to maximize. I think he understands that whatever he gets is going to be enough for him and the next generation of Cousins's, right? His kid and however many yeah. other kids he has. Yeah, nephews. And maybe even beyond that. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's a matter of degree at that point. I, I, I get the impression, and we asked Cousins about this at the Super Bowl, and, and it's kind of a conflicting answer. On one hand, he says, I'm willing to make sacrifices because I want to win. On the other hand, he says, look at all these teams out there that are able to pay quarterbacks significant dollars like the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. Well, you know what? That's not a great example because he's now out of the top ten. So the question is, where do you want to be on that hierarchy that currently has Jimmy Garoppolo at 27-5 and has Blake Bortles at 18 and Tom Brady at 15, Mm -hmm. right? Where are you on that spectrum? And I think I asked him that question. Where would you be if Peyton Manning is the guy who's reputed to always get every last dollar and you've got Tom Brady at the other end who consciously and consistently takes less? Where is Kirk Cousins? And I think we're going to find out based upon the deal that he does and the offers that he has on the table elsewhere. But Manish Mehta, the New York Daily News, last week was on the show, and he said in his estimation the Jets will offer the most, but Cousins will will go somewhere else. Last one, Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com. All right, so if it's not here and it's not New York, where's Cousins land? That I mean, Denver and Cleveland are your only two places that seem to make sense and have the money and the right. need. I don't think he wants to go to Cleveland. I guess it would be Denver. I still... I've been talking to people here, and until Drew Brees signs in New Orleans, I'm yeah. not letting it go. I'm right. not letting it go. Yeah. And maybe you know. he'll have a contract by the end of the week. Right. But Denver and Minnesota, if you're going to pay big money for a quarterback mm-hmm. and you want to go all in and try to win a Super Bowl now, Brees is the guy you want. I was talking to somebody from the Broncos yesterday, and you know they're not allowed to say anything, but I can say whatever I want. I'd guarantee I'd say, $70 million over you, two years if that want, were the deal. You want and need, especially in Denver, they need Breeze to come in because he is a John Wayne type of a figure. He's a Peyton Manning type of a figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there aren't many other guys like that in the NFL who are going to walk in the door and take over the team and get mm-hmm. everyone on the same page. they got a lot of dysfunction in Denver. There's a yeah. lot of acrimony between the defense and the offense. Breeze comes in, and that Unifies. all goes, away. Yeah. All goes what, away. Why hasn't he been re-signed or extended? I mean, well, just we just keep going day after day after well, day. Hey, every day that goes by. I told you this six weeks ago, I Paul. Every day that goes by. That, that small chance he's going to leave gets a little bit bigger. And yep. I think he's testing the Saints. I think he wants to see if they lowball him. And I think this week is the opportunity for his agent, Tom Condon, to find out what's behind door number two, three, mm-hmm. four, five. What would the Vikings pay? What would the right. Browns pay? What would the Broncos pay? What would the Jets pay? What yeah. would this team pay? And then at some point, door one swings open, and the Saints offer either looks good in comparison or it looks bad. I, I know you have to leave in 30 seconds, and, and we'll have you on the show tomorrow so we can talk about this much more. Patriots free agent, specifically left tackle Nate Solder. Do you think he hits the market, and do you think he's good? Well, it's always hard to tell with the Patriots because how much of it is the product of great coaching, Mm -hmm. how much of it is... Brady getting rid of the ball in a half second. I don't know, but his contract allows him to hit the market. He can't be tagged. And why you are, you don't you don't you don't want Nate Solder? You guys are set, right? Well, uh, I'll Riley put it on. We'd flip Reef to right. Flip Reef to yeah. right. I think the Vikings yeah. may be in the market via the draft. Who was draft the left or, tackle when Reef went to the right side? Who was the left tackle for the Lions? No, uh, for the Vikings. No, he played Reef left tackle. Only played left. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you'd flip Reef we'd to flip right. Yeah, Reef go to right. So Solder right left from last year. Remmers, I think he's going to play guard next year. Yeah, they played him a guard in the playoffs. Well, you're ready to spend all sorts of money. Well, this would come via the draft. No, not well, I'm talking, Solder. I'm talking Solder about Solder. would not come via the draft. I'm sure you're not yeah, talking be about lot. Nate Solder because be you're interested in, in him joining right. the Bears. So you can't have you can't have cousins <laughs> and Solder, can you? 
I know. I don't think you no. can. If you have yeah. cousins, if you have cousins, you can't have, you know, Stephon Diggs, Anthony Barr, whoever right? else. One of those Kendrick's guys. Is gonna, you're gonna have to have guys walk away. We'll like, see you I'm tomorrow. Walk away. Thank Thanks, you. Mike. We'll see you tomorrow. Good seeing you. Uh, Mike Florio is part of the Tile Shop set list, uh, which today also includes Pete Prisco from CBS Sports. He comes up around the corner. Minnesota Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer joins us about 30 minutes from now at 9:45. Uh, we have a big spot guest. We are attempting to secure at 10:15. Stick around for that. Uh, New York Giants head coach Pat Shermer is on the radio show at 10:35, and uh, we're working on much more from Indianapolis adjacent to Lucas Oil Stadium. It is uh, courtesy of Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. It is KFA in at the Combine feasting with Paul Charchian. I'm Paul Allen. You're listening to The Fan. This is coverage of the NFL Combine presented by Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care on Minnesota's station for football. The Fan.